my office in Stone Mountain, Georgia. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> Somebody's right next to me. Hey. This is so weird. <laughs> Where we move forward. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I- you come up with that the titles. Bad. It is the Five Takes Podcast. We are back. <laughs> and present. Like the tears of the gunners. <laughs> it's like a weekly thing now. It's wonderful. I love it. I bathe in them. I petty watch Arsenal. It makes me happy. Yeah, I thought um, I thought you said petty. I thought you said pity. Like pity watch them. No, I have no because I for do. Them. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's like a pityful. No, I have no pity for them. Display. I love. I, I love it. I'll, I'll hate watch them all the time, and when we're playing <laughs> them, um. So this is weird to feel good. Why? <laughs> because so many things are going oh, well. Oh, I know. We've got four That's in true. a row with a- every, Atlanta. A- all of our teams are winning. We've and got four in a row with Atlanta. Your which, Reds have two. That's right. My Blues have two. That's right. Shutouts, no less. Yeah. Even Lily's Tottenham has two. Spurs have two. Yeah. Everybody's winning. It's hard to find. Wanna, it's I'm hard so to find fault. To, like, no, I'm so I know. Used to things things going south that i'm just sitting here waiting for the other boot to drop yeah but it's so yeah it's hard to it's hard to find the fault right now but you know what it's okay because fuck it i'm Cheers. just gonna be positive um yeah things are good right now um four in a row i'm really happy to send rob out like that bring Pineda in um well he deserves a he he, oh he deserves a winning record you know, Rob deserves so in much so many more. things. He yeah. will eventually parlay this into into part of a, a leap off of a career. Yeah, I yeah, think so. He'll go somewhere. Um, it, I mean, he's he'll, he's here for the rest of this year. I'm pretty sure he'll be here for. for I think next we'll have year. him for maybe in a year after that. I don't but, know. I don't know if he's got a contract. I don't know what it's. I don't know if he's going to read if they're going to redo it because you know a lot of times assistant coaches come in attached to. I think the, he'll make the a move. Time coaches, so he'll we'll make see. a move like Pineda has. He could. Assistant with a, a winning club. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do still win. Yes. Uh, for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then another club comes calling and says, hey, can we interview interview your boy? Yeah, sure. And and I wish him all the success. He, mm-hmm. he deserves it. Um, apart from uh, FDB mm-hmm. and, well, Heinz is TBD um, as far as his success in the future. But coaches that have been here have gone on. To have success elsewhere. Uh, Tata's struggling right now with Mexico. But, you know. But they're not a losing team either. They just didn't walk away with the cup. And, yeah, you know, right. they're. Glass is doing well over qualifying. in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Valentino's going to have some success somewhere. Whether yep. it's within this league or some smaller club yep. outside of here. Um, and deservedly so. No, I should. Um. And hopefully the handoff goes well. Mm-hmm. It seems like they've been communicating Pineda and Valentino throughout mm-hmm. this whole process. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're going to see what we have seen with FDB and Heinze, a dramatic shift, a dramatic change. I think this is going to be as seamless a transition as we've seen so far. Uh, I think that's probably accurate because... Probably. Well, because... And Rob is still there, and he's still going to have just an important role as before. He's just not going to be calling the shots, but I think this just feels like it's going to be more collaborative 
Well, and think about it too. Like when and when when we shifted from FDB to Glass, one of the things that was the big shift was the formation. And at least with Heinze, he didn't really mess with the formation so much. With with I think yeah. with Heinze, it was all mental and dare I say personal because I'm not a player. <laughs> but I think it it <laughs> felt more like it was more like emotional and mental and attitude and. It was more of personal issues that that you know, um, you know, relationship issues with with Heinze than it was even just necessarily. Um, I was like that with formations. FDB too. Well, no, absolutely. But what I mean is, is that you're not going to see it that formational change on the field because I don't think Valentino changed a whole lot of things that Heinze no, changed, and I don't think I don't think Pineda's going to change it. Man, man marking mm-hmm. went away, but as far as like playing on mm. the front foot. Mm-hmm. And still, still wanting the ball, yeah. But having a a more like just more freedom and yeah. letting players express themselves and be more creative and just go forward, and, yeah. and As opposed to no, this is exactly what I want you to do. He's allowing the players, right? And and that's going to happen with somebody like Rob anyhow because he's going to come in and just say, "You guys know how to play this game. Go out and play it." Yeah, but I st- someone like Pineda will yeah. come in with with his own ideas. But again, it's not like those ideas are going to be like what, no, he what didn't, Heinze like, and FDB had, where it's like, we came in and changed Heinze, everything. Where it's like, these are my ideas, and this is what we're going to do. Well, and, I hear and you FDB, on your ideas, no. but I don't care. And, and FDB did the exact same thing. He came in and tried Similar. to, but, but FDB came in. But he got overruled in, a lot. FDB got overruled did by he? the play- Yeah, for sure. Because we Especially, played a 4 3 3 for how long? But once June, July rolled around in his first year, the players kind of just took over and did what they wanted to do. That's, that didn't that's and true. wasn't going to happen with Heinze because of his pedigree and where he came from. Like it's it's just right. wasn't the same. That kind of like, hey, no, that's nonsense. But, We're going to play like we right. Know how to but play. I still think Heinze still had a more Atlanta United esque style of of play than FDB did. Sure. FDB yeah, yeah, yeah. came I, in and I, tried I, I to change everything. Yeah, I understand. What you're At least Heinze was like, no, I want to play. Fast paced, uh, you know, possession based football. So at least he wasn't trying to change that. He no, had, had other possession, things. Just no goals. Well, yeah. But at least he didn't change everything, not just a mentality. He was changing the entire style. He was Rob, trying to play Netherlands football. Rob just now wasn't. has the second longest winning streak in Atlanta United history. There you go. See? What does that say? Just saying. You know who the other belongs to? Uh, no. Frank. Well,. I don't credit. I don't know. I don't feel the same way about coaches and their and their credit. And that was also that you do all comps. That wasn't. And and actually, I'd have to check. But Rob might at least tie with like league play for win streak mm-hmm. because under Frank, that was a little bit of uh, U.S. Open Cup, right? Campeones, mm-hmm. um, a mm-hmm. great win on the road against, I believe, Seattle or Portland at the time. Mm-hmm. We went on that mm-hmm. that run, and then yeah. and then things ended the way I they just, did. I don't know. I just give more credit to the players than I do with coaches, especially if things are going so dramatically in a different direction. I big time do with 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 Frank. Yeah, uh, that was one hundred percent the players. Yeah. So. All right. How you feeling? Otherwise, doing you know, well. Like me? Yeah, doing okay. I mean, you know, still still got a little bit a little backache. Um, I'm right. on a show. Um, what was that Matthew McConaughey movie like 10 years ago? How to Kill a Crew in 10 Days? Yeah. <laughs> and it's too bad because I know you were so excited about this one and how much better this yeah. one was supposed to be than the last couple. It's but, a uh, bummer because the show is like not 
a technically difficult show, but it's, it's just, just being long made. hours. It's just being made. It's just sixteen hours, sixteen it's, hour days. It's and a yes, go, it's a go ahead goal. Yeah, that's being put over the bar. Yeah, that's what this show is. It should be a goal. <laughs> it should be a goal every time, and they're just skying it. And I don't Ugh. understand. And it makes it frustrating, and it just seems to elongate the misery because you know that it should go in, and it just. So doesn't. Kristen came over today. Surprise. I didn't know she was coming. I was still asleep. <laughs> I was making plans. My girlfriend woke me up and she says, hey, Kristen wants to come over. And I'm like, because <laughs> I had an 8 p.m. call on Friday. So I'm on this fucked up night schedule. But uh, that was cool. I was still in the shower by the time you got over here. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, sat down, had some snacks, had some drinks, watched uh, the Gunners. Uh, lose terribly get uh, taken to the cleaners fire in blanks however you want to word it I love it Um, are you saying that the gunners are impotent yeah pretty much that's exactly what Mm. I'm saying yes they're gonna get relegated and watch it happen (laughs) oh but it's nice to have a visit from you it would be nice to have a visit from Sherwood Chiropractic Center that would be nice I have I I have I I have six more weeks I have six more weeks. No, I have five more weeks. And then I'll be actually be done with the show and I can go back to our friends. I have thought about like, well, shoot, if I'm going to have an 8 p.m. call and I wrap at 7 Mm a.m., I should just go to Sherwood straight Mm -hmm. away and then come home and go to sleep, which is what I might end up having to do. If this continues, yeah, you might do it. At least you have the opportunity to do it. I had a 10 10 a.m. call yesterday on on Saturday. You know, I, I didn't have time. I wasn't going to be able to get over to Sherwood just to be able to make call, especially when one's in Decatur and I'm working in uh, Covington. There's a lot of sighing on my end here. Yeah, I know. Tired. I know. Sherwood, the only answer is if you're listening, you're just going to have to open on Sundays. Yeah, sorry. Or Monday. Just Monday. Do Monday through Saturday. The world's first 24 hour (laughs) chiropractic clinic. You can just. 100% on call. Just give me your cell phone number. I'll come to your house. I actually have talked about to them about this in the past because Doing I'll see private yeah, adjustments or, or even coming to set. I've seen like some sets will have house calls come out. Oh sure, why not? Um, shoot, Atlanta Metro Studios has a chiropractor in house, mm-hmm. um, and I, I would love to see them. That come would out be onto, lovely to set from time to time. Just uh, trick out a van and uh, bring a table yeah. and, and come do it because that's the only way I'm going to see them. Yep. Um, uh, on this one, uh, unless things get better, but uh, I haven't been shown that they that they will. That's kind of like uh, thinking the Cleveland Browns are going to win a win a Super Bowl. Probably not going to happen. They haven't shown me anything in uh, thirty six years that Glenn, says that's going to. Unless you're from Cleveland, nobody thinks about that. No, poor Cleveland. One, <laughs> one chip because of one man. Anyhow, anyway, go. F- Find Sherwood on the web at SherwoodChiropracticCenter.com. Call them at 404-321-0082. Mindy will usually take your call, and she will do everything she can to get you in Tuesday through Saturday. Not 24 hours yet. They will be at some point. We're going to push for it. We'll see what happens. All right. House calls. Takes. Should we <laughs> Should we start it off with... I wish I had a pair of drumsticks so we could kick it off. <laughs> so... Four, four in a row here. Um, One and a two and a three and a four. <laughs> last two games may not have been uh, the prettiest, but we're finding ways. 
I don't know if I would even say that they're, that last night wasn't pretty. I would say that last night was hard fought against a team that is in the top, the, yeah, one I mean, of the top the teams right now. Yeah, it is on the, it's, it's a road win. Uh, we, we went ahead first. They got one back, but we didn't lie down and take the draw. We kept fighting. We kept pushing forward. We were able to, I mean, the parts that maybe weren't the most attractive was that they definitely get, got through the defense quite a few times and yeah. you know our you know guzan came up with a couple of unbelievable yeah, saves listen he's not a take but i i know maybe he could have done better on that golasso it is still a golasso you're not expecting everybody not expecting everybody's that. saying oh line. guzan went to sleep i'm like he's not he didn't really, go to sleep he's off his line for a reason every keeper would be in that situation i was gonna say i don't because so much he's think expecting a ball right. in and then he's gonna have to come out and punch well it and clear. he's and well it's he's not that he was that. setting his line he was yeah. doing what every goalkeeper always and does for any set piece. Yeah. What it was, it was a, it was a heads up play by Reyna. It was a heads up play. He saw and Gressel. Gressel yes. came over with a little oh, yeah. diversion tactic, yeah, and he saying, was like, "Hey, hey, hey, wait, just wait a go, minute, just go, go, and then go, he's go, like, go, nah, bro." Boom. Yeah, and it, so it was it was a heads up play by them. It was it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a highlight of the week probably because no, it was. You know what I mean? It was it was a it was a heads up play. It's cool I don't think that necessarily that entire fault falls on Guzan. He's setting his line like every goalkeeper no, always does up, for every set piece that there ever is. And he came up big. Uh, he more than made up for it, in my opinion. Did, uh, on that one save where it's like through the trees. Yeah, I down. don't. And he gets down, he and he got down. It. He got it's down really with slow. the speed of Alec Can. On that one, you've never seen a polar bear move so quick. I, in life. I was, I was absolutely blown away that he got down that quickly and shout. got a hand on it. Well, Alec can speed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, I'll be honest. I don't know if can save some of those. I'm not sure. <sighs> well, like, I mean, we Guzan's got a thing. Guzan's bigger. He's huge. You were telling yeah. me about that earlier when he's giving George Campbell a little, uh, a, yeah. little a little and polar George bear Campbell's hug. Not a- no, not a small he's boy. not small and either. Zan makes him look small. That's he's true. He's a lot bigger than. than so for a big guy like to get down, boy. and and Guzan was at full um, standing position. He wasn't down in like a ready position. He went from full standing yeah. all the way to the ground. He got a big, strong hand on it, and that's yeah. maybe the difference between Can and Guzan is that Guzan's bigger. So maybe that strong polar bear paw directs that ball out when when maybe Alec Can it doesn't. Well, that's, I don't know. That's the one. I'm just happy um, that it. I'm just happy that it happened. That's the one that you shouldn't save. And, and and that he that did. He gets, no, right? agreed, agreed. That was a out of the three that I think All he right. made in the second half. Yeah. This is an unofficial uh, Guzan take. Yeah, no, but out of the three, Guzan. out of the three that he uh, saved in the second half, that one absolutely shouldn't have been. Yeah, and um, I I was very happy. Back on track for one though. Um, mm-hmm. Moreno has been our best signing since Miggy. I'll go ahead and say it. Barco may have something to say about that if he continues to play the right, way he right has now. for the rest of the mm-hmm. season, and you might want to consider that, maybe. And then but they may right be giving now, even another season here, but um, right now, Moreno's our best, one of our best the players. the complete player that we have signed. I agree. And I'll, I think I'll hold to that, even if Barco continues to mm-hmm. play and, and, and balls out, yeah. as far as being a complete player, doing yeah. work on the contribution, side Contributions of the ball, on all sides. Creation, yeah, mm-hmm. shots, inside the box, outside the box, yep. dribbling. All of it. Yeah. And he's, and since, and that's a $15 and, and, million dollar play. And since Valentino took over and he took the reins off of Moreno, yeah. he's really, really settled in nicely here yeah. mid season. And he's, he, he, he did the really, DC keeper 
dirty. Oh, that was so pretty. And you were ahead of me in the broadcast, even even by this much. And you said Blue. he did him dirty. And I was like, what happened? And then I saw it. I was like, oh. <laughs> the, keeper, the whole entire defense Nobody, just watched that ball. Even Joseph. Joseph threw his arms up going, how the hell? Joseph was surprised by both goals last he night. Was. He didn't think either of them no. was were, were happening. No, and he threw his arms of, up like, how the hell did that go in? They're kind of both on the lower percentage side of things. I mean, yeah. look, the expected goals last night, 2.12 for DC, 1.07 for mm-hmm. us. Yeah, that's yeah, it's lower margins for sure. We're hitting those goals when we probably shouldn't have been, statistically speaking. Um, the ball that Moreno hits, there's just a trail of daisies leading the whole <laughs> way. He just mowed the lawn with it. And it wasn't even... That is, not ha- that is, uh, is hard to keep that mm-hmm. ball on the ground the whole way. Hit it with the pace and mm-hmm. the bend that he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kempen didn't move. And that's why everyone was rooted because that's going Everybody, wide. Yeah, that's like, going wide. Well, Nine and, out of ten times, it's and going with, wide. And he does. Moreno p- will has no problem shooting from distance. And... That one, you know, he pull, he pulls it wide. Let's let's just let's just say that. And I've seen him do a lot of shots from that same area. Mm-hmm. And I would say I'll even I'll give him eight out of ten times. He does. He pulls it wide. So for that to go in, every I mean, you had every DC player within range and the keeper just watching it go all the way. Nobody stuck out a foot. Speaking nobody, of. nobody, you know, not even and Kempen didn't even move. So nobody saw that one going in. Speaking of shooting from distance, mm-hmm. I'm going to jump ahead to number four. No problem. Let's... So, Araujo, he's a baller. He wants to make a splash Shot right caller. out of the game. He is. Um, no fear. Exudes confidence. He's a league winner in France. He's coming. Should be. This is a guy that's ready to play. Con- no, he he's is. absolutely. Yeah, he came in. He didn't need an adjustment Already time. Goal, he's ready to go. Off, but it was a good goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he will continue. To uh, to provide here, mm-hmm. the ball he delivered to Joseph should have been a goal, and we'll yep. get into that in a minute. Yep. But maybe he could take just a few less shots from twenty five yards out. The first shot he until had he starts making them is fine. I'm no, I have no problem if you're running at goal, if you're on the left or right side, and you've got a pretty good clear look mm-hmm. at it. Go ahead, try and bend one in. Yeah. I just hope he doesn't become this player that like that's kind of his first instinct. Hey, I'm twenty two, twenty five yards out. I got the quality, I'm going to hit it. You may very well have the quality, but it's still a low percentage shot. So yeah. if there are options mm. to your left or right, I would like to see you play that option more often than I would like to see you take the shot. Right. And I, but you I'm know, excited he's here, but yeah, and, I think and he's, he is balling out straight away. I think he's coming in. Yeah, he's balling out. I think he's trying to come in, make a, make a bit of a splash. I think he wants to make... Uh, well, he said as much. He I think said he, as much. He said he wants to come here. His job is to win. Yeah, win I like that attitude. I That's, love it. Yeah, and you expect no, that coming no, from somebody no bullshit. who just lifted a trophy. Yeah, no, no if ands or, or buts. He's just here to he's here to Against score goals team and that make at wins. The time, still had Messi on it, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. still won the league. So, yeah, uh, you know, he's, he's he's potentially a huge asset, and I I don't I think already just the um because one one of the things that I've been talking about for forever is that. We need somebody who can consistently take the uh, pressure off of Joseph so that Joseph can get into those spaces and not constantly be shut down by three people, three defenders all at one time. That's why I keep saying that Barco needs to continue to step up and play consistently. And that's why I've been so happy that Moreno has been making, he's been taking those shots. He's been getting into the box. He's been, you know, Moreno's really becoming a hell of a, of a scoring threat. 
And now with Arujo also becoming a scoring threat, that's now we've got four potential um, attackers that that are going to have to be respected in in the attacking third. And I think that that opens up more lanes for all four of them. I think that it spreads the opposition's defense mm-hmm. a heck of a lot thinner. Uh, yeah. It's raining. This is raining. Just a little summer shower, I think. Um, but I think that it spreads the defense out um, and, and, and provides us even more opportunities yeah. Um, f- for some creative passing or creative creative attacking, you know? All from one man. No. No? No, I think I think Arujo comes in and gives us another attacker. What I'm saying is that now with all four of them as a, as attacking forces, oh, okay. now yeah. we've got we have some potential for creativity all over the place, all over the attacking third, which I, in the beginning of the season, was severely lacking. Our defense was better than our attack, and that doesn't win games. A lot of that has to do with with injuries and with with people missing. And with people missing. And us playing, too. You know? Yeah, we were... It wasn't... I think that it's starting to come together now. That's what I said. I said things are, I think, are coming together. Not necessarily on all fronts, but I think things are starting to come together. I think we're starting to see a true starting 11 take shape. And you know, now, now that I think about it, Messi wasn't in France yet when <laughs> when he was there playing for, uh, for no, Lille. So for actually, Lille. I don't think he has actually. Slightly missed Messi. Yeah, but he has lifted a trophy. Uh, something else that needs to come together a little bit better um, is the connection between Lennon and, and Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell was creating and solving a lot of problems yeah. last night. Missing and missing I, him, I and, him. I and, him and I hating him. him Kind of all at the same time. The jersey not swap hating him. between not uh, hating him, but Russell you know what I mean. And Joseph will get you right in the heart. Yeah. Um, Seeing him do what he did last night, which is reminiscent of what he used to do with Joseph, kind of hits you in the feels. Russell's service. Yeah, it hits you in the heart a little bit. It makes you homesick Lethal. for the things that you used to have. Because um, Brooks is more capable. Yeah, I mean, but he's a technical upgrade in terms of like his athletic ability. Mm-hmm. But unless he's Unless something's coming from it. Yeah, it's a little... They're just not there I'm yet. I'm not saying... Brooks has provided a lot. I'm not saying he hasn't. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that, that that kind of understood unspoken chemistry between the two, mm-hmm. where they're just on the same page, hell, on the same damn sentence. Yeah. Um, it's just not quite there. It's not there in the same way, and I don't know if it will be. Um, it's good to see him scoring again. He does need to get a little more, like on form than than he is there's there's a couple chances last night it should have been three one yeah he should have put two well, it also, he should have put two in that re- in that regard it should have been four because that pk that wasn't it's a penalty the pk that wasn't should have been a, a goal and it would have been and I'm you know happy. he would have scored moreno or whoever stepped up yeah. to take that penalty would have scored yeah. and um it I'm should have been four win, and it doesn't have to be a talking point because it's a penalty, he clips him. He does. VAR has to send it down. If VAR is looking at and go- and going, oh, there's contact, but we don't think enough. That's not your decision to make. No. You call down and you say, "Hey, I've seen some contact. Would you like to go take a look and see if it's enough right. for you?" Here's what I think happened. Because there's contact. Yeah, but I was watching the entire match. Okay, my eyes were never away from it. Here's yeah. what I think happened based on the way that that main that that referee was calling the match. I wouldn't be surprised to find out that VAR told him to take a look at it, and he said no. 
I think I wouldn't I be think surprised. If I remember to hear last night they said that there wasn't enough contact. There wasn't enough contact. Now, what we don't know is if VAR is saying there's not enough contact. Mm-hmm. Or the center ref. Or the center ref said that. But what I'm saying is, based on the lack of yellow cards... I would be surprised if it's the center ref saying that, because he didn't... He didn't call it at all. He didn't say it in real time. I think that's coming from VAR. Exactly. And if that's the case, that's not how it's supposed to go. And and, and that's... But that's what I'm saying, is that just kind of based on the way his lack of calls, and, I mean, it took him till like, the 40th minute to hand out a yellow card to things that should have been yellow cards. It could have been on on a center ref at that point, because let's say in the the scenario, and this is a lot of conjecture because we don't know, Mm -hmm. but let's say that he did call down and they said, said, hey, there's contact, but not enough. Oh, okay, fair enough. No, you shouldn't say it. Want to take a look. Yeah. I think. Something didn't come off the way it should have last night. It just didn't. It's, it, was, no. it didn't happen the way it should have. I almost want it. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm like going through every scenario on the book. Like, was the was the radio working? Like, did he not? Did could they not communicate? Did was the was the um, yeah? You're trying was to the find monitor. Every yeah, was the VAR like, monitor maybe it was not this, working? Maybe it was that or maybe it's did, just had crap. the guy stepped out to take a pee? You know, I'm serious. <laughs> like, I just I couldn't figure out why it because I didn't even see him take his finger to his ear. And you know what I'm saying? When they do that, he takes, they take a single finger, they put it to the ear, meaning I'm listening. And then they hold the other finger from the other hand out in front of the other players saying, I'm listening or they're looking or something of that nature. I didn't see any of that. That's why I tend to think that it was, they didn't even call down. No. That that comment about there wasn't enough contact was VAR making that decision. It just never even happened. When VAR shouldn't be making that decision. Mm -hmm. The center ref makes the call. Yeah. You call down and say, I think I've seen something. Check it out. Now, then if center ref says, I'm good with what I saw, fine. That's fine. on them and they fucked up. Right. But I don't think that's what happened here. No. Because like I, you're saying, we I didn't even was... see him make the motion no. that he I wanted think, to I or think heard that anything even... or heard a right. call Right. I think, I think that VAR, doesn't, VAR maybe doesn't send it day. down. And it's just ridiculous because I'm that's exactly what day. they're fucking for. You know, they're not for calling Mo Salah's um, offside by, yeah. uh, by a half a toe. Which I was upset uh, with offside because... Offside's a little different. It, it, you are or you aren't. It's not s- as open to interpretation. I don't know. I think a penalty is. either is or it isn't. I mean, there's a little more nuance to it. Maybe. On some. Maybe uh, I'm just a little bit. No, but this is a PK. Like, it's it's contact, and it's not Joseph's job to stay on his feet. If he doesn't, does does DC Keeper come out and, and, and clear that? Does Gressel still clear it? Right. Maybe. Maybe But not. Joseph is cutting in. Yep. He had and he and had beaten point, the keeper. You don't know. He had beaten the Enough keeper. Contact might come in. It might deflect off and go in. Right. It might come back in for right. out for a second bite at the cherry. That could happen. It doesn't it even doesn't matter. Happen because Joseph is taken down. Right. And it doesn't matter because at that point the keeper gets no ball, and and there is contact. That right. is a textbook. As you said, stone cold. So if you're thinking penalty. that there's not enough contact, or that it doesn't matter or that if there's he's enough. not going to be able to get to the ball anyhow. It's not. It doesn't matter. There's no way for you to know that because we didn't even get a chance to see that, and that's why that's the whole point of a penalty. That's why it's a penalty. All right. Well, at least that's not a talking point, even least- though it's <laughs> apparently a talking <laughs> point. Uh, number five, George Campbell came on and put in a great short shift last night. Um, lost his mark on one set piece, but apart from that, um, every other time he was called on, no, he, it was he a good answered. sub. 
Um, I think it was I a think good he's coming sub. along in a big, big way, mm-hmm. which I am all for seeing new players come on and develop because your Bellows and Robinsons mm-hmm. will not be here forever. Shoot, they may not be here next year, at least mm-hmm. one of them. That would not surprise me at yeah. all. And we need to see people like George Campbell coming up mm-hmm. and following in a similar trajectory, a similar sure. path. Mm-hmm. And Campbell seems to be doing that. Yep. Yeah, it's it's that not only that, but that was a good sub. Sadich. Yeah. Sadich is a is a great uh I, I midfielder. Like I really I we got him for Apparently, nothing. Um from what we heard, he was he was struggling last night, like carrying something. A little yeah. bit of a knock. And he still yeah. gave he, he you was a good he, sixty minutes. But I think he was maybe a half a step slower than usual. I think um that was his why. passes his yeah, his passes were still um accurate. Yep. Um but he was getting beat. And I think that but not by much. He was just, ha- that's what I'm saying. He was like half a step behind. Really? Yeah, that's why they subbed him out. They just, you know, he well, gave I mean, us a good 60th 60th minute, but yeah, I don't but- think he was getting beat in the, really in the first half. No, that's I mean, what I mean. By the 60th, he was wearing well, out. That's what I'm saying. It was a good because he just, we just didn't have another holding midfielder. And, he was and getting that's overloaded. What I, mean. that's, I don't that's, know if I that's, guess that's, no, that's more accurate. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He was getting overloaded. He wasn't losing like 1v1. No, no, no. I, like that. okay. That's right. No, yeah. I'll, 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 yeah. DC right. was exploiting, exploiting that. He needed more help. Yeah. It was like, um, it was like a one, it was like a, like a three, one. But he's played well. Two, one, one. And we got him for a fucking Groupon. Yeah. <laughs> like, 125, 150. 150, yeah. Um, he's got to be on like a 225, 250 a year deal. It's good money. It's good business. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope that we would keep him. I think he fits well into the system. He's a good. Um, he's a good piece. Bring, he's a good chess piece. You keep him there, and Heinemann gets healthy. There you go. And we, nice and I strong. forget that all the time that we're still missing Heinemann. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not nothing. No, it's not because he's he's Heinemann's not available, and we don't struggle like we do last night uh, in, in, the in that in and that on, midfield. Slight mm-hmm. right, like uh, uh, um, yeah, not not nearly as many of those um, midfield passes get through. They don't get to our our defensive third nearly as many times, and they don't get those. What? How many chances? Twenty two chances. Yeah, you know, I think at, they have more the like I think digits. they have more like fifteen. Let's see, you know. Uh, 20, 20 chances created for DC. Yeah, 14 so maybe, for us. So maybe they have more like 12 or four or 13 shots instead of 20 with you when you have a, a that holding yeah. solid midfield there. And that's and that's what I mean. I I definitely misspoke on that is that he was getting um shame on you. He was getting overloaded. Throwing shade at Sadich. Never. I said I liked Shadage. Shadage. It's terrible. And George Campbell is a big, he's a big boy. That's what we we mentioned earlier. So what I do like about him is his ability to stand up. um, He will stand up for somebody. Some of the guys that are, that are coming in on him. He's not going to get bullied off the ball. No. And, and he did that a few times. He went shoulder to shoulder. Walks too. Walks is another, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a little. um, I'm really happy. Walks uh, is back uh, with us. Yeah. I'm going to throw another little shout out to him because he's done, he has done his job and he's done it well. And that's I'm not going to sit here and he's say he's the outstanding defender of the year, but I'm saying he was put in there to do a job and he's fucking doing it. He's doing it solid. In a lot of ways. He's doing it solid. He impresses me because he's somebody that started with us in 17. Mm-hmm. He was fine. He was fine. Went away, did came. the work that he had to do. Right. Came, and came back, back a super solid player. That's somebody that's committed to their craft. I agree. And is worth and, and, and looks at it uh, has a good attitude mm-hmm. of like, hey, I've got to mm-hmm. do this to get better. And we didn't gets better, comes back, shows that he's better. I love it. Right. And by the way, we didn't love have it. Sosa last night either. 
You have Sosa in there also with Sadich. But Sosa hasn't been great lately. No, but There's if a reason he's, Sosa but if he's, he's tired if he's and... solid, if he's solid and consistent with Sadich, that's a very good holding midfield. Yeah, and once you get Heinemann back, the three of them. Jesus. Yeah, it's good stuff. Hmm. That's Cheezus, by the way. C-H-E-E-Z-U-S. Cheezus. Three to four White Claws in. Started drinking White Claws now. Oh, I, where did I, you go for the uh, the truly? I already had the truly. I, yeah, but I brought them for us for, to sh- to share. I had this one community. I've had, I've had three of these. Um, <laughs> going to work again tomorrow at seven a.m. Yeah. Um. So let's this see. This is my Saturday. So you're working next Saturday, aren't you? Yes. They work. have us working a I Saturday work next Saturday. week at like a two to five p.m. call, and then bringing us in at eight a.m. on a Monday. I told them no. So I'm not working that Saturday. We're rotating our crews if they're going to keep beating us up like this. Um, we've started to do we're, we're something similar to that. Sure we only, like rest. I said, we only have five weeks left, but yeah. we've started to do something similar to that, which is where yep. he brings in everybody. Right. He, he what he's what he's doing is my boss is bringing people in. Yep. We start the day, we get us in, and then he sends somebody home so that they still get paid for the day, but then they get the day off to rest because we're all getting beat the fuck up. Yep. That's why I have a back problem right now. Similar. So it's uh, not because I ain't strong. I asked the guys, uh, you know, and the girls, uh, if uh, who wanted to work that Saturday and who wanted Monday off. And I said, you know, I'll happily take Saturday off, and <laughs> work the Monday, and so yeah. it works out. So I'll be at the game. Excellent. Um, you will be at work. I will be at work. It's okay. The good thing is, I was looking at our schedule and. When my show ends, we will still have six Saturday games left. So I will be attending some matches before this season is over. Yeah, I am. I am. We still have a lot of home games left. I am excited for that. And I think some of them are good. We got Uh, Nashville coming up this Saturday, which I'll be there for. mm -hmm. Uh, Then we home and then we have Orlando home, Orlando home, Cincinnati home, Mm -hmm. D.C. home. Mm -hmm. This is that stretch that I was talking about. In terms of of winnable games, um, I think two of those. Apart from, and we have we have Miami coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't ask for for much more. We have a heck of a schedule. I would say we have a very favorable schedule from now until the end of this uh, season. I think out of all those, mm-hmm. I think Nashville's the hardest. I do too. I think, I, think proved, better than I think we proved after our after playing DC last. No, well, I don't know. Maybe Orlando. Find you somebody who loves you the, as much as Nashville loves a come from behind victory. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I tough. I it think that tough. after we played tougher than Orlando at home, I think. Well, we no. Oh, oh, it's Orlando. Orlando here. Yeah. Then yes, we have the advantage for that. Yeah, um, but I think Nashville's the tougher of the two. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati no. will be a win. It just has to be, and DC should be. Mm-hmm. DC should be a win at home if we. After what we showed last night, that's what I'm saying. After what we showed last night against DC, I think you're right. I but think the Nashville tricky thing away with is difficult. Both, um, especially with Cincinnati and DC, mm-hmm. it's going to be the World Cup qualifying. Right. We will be missing more than either of those teams will. I imagine Miles will be called up. Uh, Bello. I think Bello gets called. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I think he maybe gets called. He maybe doesn't play very much, yeah, but Miles Miles won't be there. Goose will probably, probably get go called and do nothing and yes. sit there. Um, Can they say no? I 
Because I know, I know it's supposed to be, I know it's supposed to be country club. I don't think so for World Cup qualifying. Family or whatever, I, but. And they're not going to tell Miles no. Like the players we need, they're just not going to say mm-hmm. no to that. No, but I mean uh, as a player. Can World you Cup. say no? Oh, as a player? Mm-hmm. Oh, why would you? <laughs> I don't know. Where do you, because I'm talking about Guzan. As, oh. a, as an example, just as no, an example. No, loves playing. No, he, but he's he not going to play. Said, I know, but he loves going. He loves being part of that. He's still lifting a trophy. He still he wants to go and do the TikTok videos with Miles <laughs> and Bella. He's not going to miss out on an opportunity for a good TikTok video. I guess so. That will be a struggle in September. But I don't other, know. This is the way I look at it. Other if teams I, will if, struggle with this as well. They will. Every team yeah. will be missing players. Not that many. They just will. I mean, no, Columbus is going to struggle because Zardis is going to go, so Columbus they'll be lacking. Their, I know that's what I'm saying. So they're Six all they're going to be missing lost. their striker, and we play them. When do we play them? Uh, we, Maybe we, not till uh, October. Uh, actually, we don't play Columbus again. Oh, I thought we still had. I thought no, we. No, I no. thought we owed them. Oh, maybe I was thinking no. of Toronto that yeah, we played them two more couple, times. Yeah, we got. See, that's what I'm talking about. We play Cincinnati twice and Toronto twice and Miami twice between now and the end of the season. That's six potential wins. I mean, should be wins. There's a lot of wins Six. on this board. There's a lot of wins on this board, yeah. especially in October, which is great. But I mean, shit, six, that's 20, that's 18 points. We're sitting in fifth or sixth, fifth, fourth or fifth yeah. place with, the, with that many points. Five games in October, I see at least three wins at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and remember, when we did the math, thing. when we did the math, I said it needed to be five, five, and five, and we've already picked up four. We're tied at the playoff line right now. It's mm-hmm. tied in the East, except for New England running away with it. Uh, but we're They're only, running away with the shield. We're only, what, like, I want to say five points outside of second? Second place. Right now? We are, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. We are, we're, we we're technically were, we're technically one below. Um, we're sitting on we're twenty-seven below, points. Yeah, and we're one below um, DC because of wins. Okay, like so that. we're or five outside of Orlando got the win, so we're we're five outside of third. Right, it's tight. There's five points separating. Um, I still think I st- from, I still think third. based on last night, I think maybe DC falls out a little bit, and I think Montreal falls out a little bit. I think those are the two teams that we can leapfrog. Yeah, that's what I think. New York's still doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, New Nash- England and Nashville's doing well, and Orlando's doing well, and Philadelphia, New England. So that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. our in is DC and Montreal falling out, and we easily you know get maybe a fifth, a fifth seed, um, or even a sixth. You know, it would be nice to start the playoffs with a home game. Yeah, but we have mistaken. to get we have to get to what fifth place to get that? I believe it's fourth. Is it top it four be, well, to get a home game? It, it could be fifth. Um, as long as we don't get an eighth seed, because the last thing I want to have happen is that we face New seven. England or seventh. Seven, I don't want to, yeah. you know, I don't want to be a seventh seed and face New England no. in our first game. New England could take the rest of the year off and still. Mm-hmm. probably run away with this but that's the worst case scenario points. we need to we need to leapfrog at least dc hmm. um perhaps even montreal because i don't want to face new england on our first game of the playoffs because then we're done that'd be a hell of a fucking hard for first game in the playoffs dude like that's that's what you don't want weird things happen in the mm. playoffs so that is true that is true. We've seen top teams get knocked off straight away. I guess maybe now what's interesting right. is like if you think about it just to a couple of weeks ago, our mm. my mentality has already shifted now from not just getting to the playoffs, but now but we, now we gotta now we gotta find ourselves a nice seed. Well, because if we finish in sixth, who do we play? Orlando? That could go easy either way. I 
I, for I don't the know. East? Maybe this sounds maybe this sounds weird. I'd rather face New England than I would Orlando. I don't know because right why Orla- we don't have a, but we have a rivalry with Orlando to the point where we can mentally get in their heads enough to win. How many times have we beaten them at home? Yeah, Even I if don't... we play Orlando at their home, we can like beat right them. Now. Well, not right the now. Momentum's with them. No, right now it's tough. You're right, but I still like our chances with the ability to get in their head. We can win at Orlando at their home. Yeah. Um, if we're on our game. And maybe Nani isn't. <laughs> well, things have definitely changed around from where they were two weeks ago. Even then, yeah. When we were sitting here, uh, beautiful Doing mind the math. equations. Doing the trying math. Trying to figure yeah. out, is there even a way that we can get above the line? And there was. But that's what uh, 12 and we've points done will do for you. That's what I'm saying is that there was a way and we've done it. We've done exactly what we asked for. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the last um, uh, 10 games of the season with Liverpool where we had a fairly big ask, which was that we needed to win. We had to win the last seven games of the season and we did it and we made it not all the we only had to get fourth and we got third. So, you know, that would be really great if we could end up in fifth or sixth, uh, I would say fourth or fifth seed in uh, a playoff spot would be absolutely excellent. And I would gar- at that point, I would say that our season was completely salvaged and was successful. I would yeah. call I would call it not only salvaged, but successful. Even if we went out early in the playoffs, I would say it's a very successful season. Pineda is going to be walking into a bit of an odd situation. It's mm-hmm. good. Got on that streak. But mm-hmm. now there's also a lot of pressure. Like keep it going. Keep, keep the streak alive. Yeah. Certainly can't can't lose. Because you know uh, what the takes are going to be. We come in and we lose to Nashville. It's like, oh, bring Valentino back. <laughs> and it just yeah. will be. Well, it just will be. But but like we Especially said, like home. we said, Nashville is going to be a tough game. And we sort of, it, according to my math, I had accounted for a certain number of wins, losses, and draws. So if we even, you know, draw 1-1 one, one against Nashville, I'll call that success. I'll call that a successful game because it's still a point. And it still keeps us going in the right direction. A loss is going to be tough. Like a 2-0 loss or some, or against Nashville, Nashville would be devastating it's, right now. It feels weird to say this. But that I would think, break our spirit a little I bit. I think Nashville is one of the tougher opponents that we've played in the last five. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've played D.C., mm-hmm. Toronto, LAFC, Columbus, and mm-hmm. Montreal. I think and they're harder Columbus than Columbus. Columbus isn't what... They were when they finished. No, no that's not. It's not the same Columbus. But, On paper, remember, Columbus should be harder and, and than I, not right now. And I still think that everybody needs to take a little bit of the fact that we didn't make the playoffs last year, and the fact that mm. Columbus won last year with a grain of salt because 2020 was a fucking fluke. It was only yeah. what 16 games. Yeah, including including the playoffs, it was 17 games. Yeah, you get that's we are now four games past. That where we would have been last year, and now we're starting to make our comeback. We're starting to find our form, and we're starting to get into it now. So you give us that same opportunity in 2020, and maybe we come back. We only missed it by one game. We only missed it by one slot, is what I'm saying. It it came down to decision day for us. So you give us the opportunity to come back and find our true form in 2020, and it's not the same season. That's all I'm saying. And maybe Columbus doesn't win maybe nashville has a better opportunity to have a a good first season than you know this is almost like their first true season you know what i'm saying it's almost 2020 is is and i'm not just bitter because we didn't make the playoffs last year because i am i'm not going to sit here and say that i'm not 
But I'm and I'm a little bit biased, obviously, because it's my team. But I'm also looking at it objectively that it wasn't a true season. It wasn't a real it should go down the history books with an asterisk. It really needs to. It's it's not fair to look at statistically look at 2020 the same as you would 2019 or in this case, 2021. You have to look you have to think objectively about how few games we played in 2020. It isn't fair otherwise. It's going to be a tight run in. I do think we make it. I if we keep, I think Columbus if we keep going, sneaks in <sighs> above DC because I think we leapfrog DC and Montreal, and that's who limps in is DC. They're doing yeah. better than Columbus. Yeah. So unless of, Columbus finds of, some out form of out of nowhere, so who falls out? Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, I could go either way. DC or Montreal. Honestly, that's what I think. I think we leapfrog them and then the top five stays where it is and we we go in as a six seed. That's what mm. I think. Only a six seed, huh? I don't I don't how do you see us you see us jumping above New York or Nashville? I know that it's close in points, but for every win we have, they may have the same the same win. We may be matching wins from now until the end of the season, is what I'm saying. So not only do we have to keep going, but they have to drop points somewhere. And I'm just looking at that top five, and it's a very strong top five. Well, New York, they've got to play New England next. Okay, so that's maybe one. They but drop three, and we get three against Nashville. We start closing that gap a little bit. I don't think that New we York can't close the New gap, but they New have, that's what I'm saying. They, because they're already ahead of us, they have to drop points where we gain them. So it's, it's, that's well, a tall I think ask. New York will drop points against New England. I okay. Think they will drop points against Nashville. Not all of them, but mm-hmm. some. And they'll drop points against New England again. Mm-hmm. Oh, There's yeah. They play them twice. That's helpful. for New York to drop points than there is for us, at least mm-hmm. on paper. Mm hmm. Uh, the 20th October against them, against New York and Atlanta, will be decisive. That'll, and yeah, if we can get um, a result, New then... York's in the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs, but I think... Oh, no, I agree. Them. I think if we can get a result against both Nashville and New York... we get ahead of them. I think that that helps. I think we get ahead of them. It's only So you're going to say fifth? You think we come in a fifth seed? I'm going to say fifth, yeah. That would be excellent. I'm gonna say fifth. That would that would be that would be very good because then that puts us up against what Nashville or Philly as our first game. Yeah, maybe there's some rotation between Philly and Nashville, but I'll say mm-hmm. I'll I'll say New England, Orlando, Philly, Nashville, Atlanta, New York, DC, DC, Montreal, Columbus. Whew. I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't think know. Columbus is just going to lose the rest of the season. They're going to have something. They'll have another player meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, something will. Something we'll will. They'll kick off the rust somehow. They're not just mm-hmm. going to like lose. You're really thinking they're just going to get relegated in a non-relegated? No, I don't think uh, that. No, I think they finish just out. Just out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then Toronto is done. Because they're just they don't have Cincinnati any. Cincinnati is done. I think Chicago is done. Chicago Miami's doesn't have enough time. Miami's on a win streak. Miami's got two back to back. Yeah, but who so, did they play yesterday? Uh, Toronto. Tor- I, I, I wouldn't call that a. I wouldn't call that like a decisive win. They play, it was like two one. And then they beat Chicago again. They lost to New York. They 
just because you're beating a team that's below you. They I won wouldn't... against Nashville. Yeah, well. They play Orlando away. A clock is, a clock is right twice. You know, they a broken clock Cincinnati is right twice a day. Columbus and Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, okay, got so some it's winnable favorable. Fixtures for yeah, for Miami. them it's favorable, but I still don't, I don't know if that's enough. I don't I know if there's be, enough games left. I think they're going to it's going to be tight for that last spot between Columbus and, and we get and them Mi- twice. Miami. And we get them twice too. So we get the ability to to win against yeah, them and push them back yeah, down. We could yeah. take 6 from them. Mm-hmm, so and mm-hmm, should mm-hmm, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think just because you sit there and come away with an amazing 2-1 win over the last place team, I wouldn't call that a winning streak. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. All right. Well, that's enough for, math, for this week's math course. Um, sorry, that that went off on like a 10-minute math ta- tangent. Um, yeah, but people like scenarios. People, people love like math. People, yeah, maths if you're uh, English. Um, the, we may have a couple of English listeners out there, uh, so it's the maths. At the end of the day, what things are adding up to is good things. English. Uh, I'll say UK, not just English. The, the math, sorry, Wales and Scotland and Ireland. favorable. Yes. Uh, for for us. Yes. And, um, I will say that the math is favorable. It would be it would be good to get off to a, a positive start under Pineda. Yes. Um, Nashville will a, be tough. At least a point, like a well earned, a well earned, yeah, like a well earned two two fighting to the death draw would be good. And we've done that with Nashville two other times. Two two. Fine. Find somebody who loves you the way Nashville loves that come from behind draw. All right, y'all. Um, I think we're going to be back around the same time next Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Are you going to show up at my house in the morning and with alcohol again unannounced while I can I'm do still that. asleep? It I'm was, for it, by the way. It you wasn't can, completely unannounced. It was just done behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm for it. Look, I don't mind waking up and just start drinking straight yeah, away. It's all good. It's like, it's, it's that kind of day. I was like, I brought alcohol unless if we're drinking. Are we drinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're drinking. Yes, we are. It's fine. All right, y'all. Well, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for following us on the Instagram and, and the, the Twitter. Twitters. Tweet, twi- thank Twitter? you for going to Sherwood. Thank you, Sherwood, for sponsoring us. I'm sorry that I haven't seen you in a month. Uh, we miss you. We I'm love on you. An experiment in how to most effectively and kill a crew. Kill a crew. <laughs> um, but like I said, I'm taking next Saturday off. Fuck them. Um, so we will talk to you on Sunday. Bye, everybody. Peace.